welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you're keeping safe and managing yourself and your direct reports to deliver the results you need. I hope you have you are here to learn and grow as a leader. And please don't forget to drop me a line on whatever subject you fancy and give me some feedback on the show. You can get me at managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Well, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. I know we will have all heard it a thousand times before. Whenever something goes wrong, it was human error. The total acceptance of managers that it was all down to the people who just messed it up. The operator who didn't do his job right, he didn't press the button at the right time, or he forgot to do something. Or the customer service rep who has made a mistake, entered the data in the wrong field on the form. Now we all know humans, unless you are one of the off-planet listeners, and if you are, welcome to the show. We all make mistakes. When I type an email, I would enter data in a spreadsheet. Sometimes I make mistakes. I constantly get the red line through my work, like some overzealous school teacher. I know I can't smell, spell, I can't even speak. I know I can't spell, damn you. Please leave me alone. So, the point of this case is not to blame the human for our fallible mistakes, but to support a culture that accepts and drives down the errors by evaluating the risk and removing as much as you can. Let's face into the fact that if humans are in the process, mistakes will happen. And, as managers, never accept that human error has a root cause. When you drive, you make mistakes. Pull out on someone. But not every small mistake leads to an incident, a crash, or a big accident. But they are warning signs of future errors to come. In that way, if we reinforce as leaders that we identify the near messes before a crash has come, then all we can do is improve. But let's have a look at with some steps, how we can affect the way that we learn as leaders and our teams around us can learn. Firstly, remove the fear. That's what I mean, remove the fear of the mistakes. It's important as an organisation and as a culture and as a leader to accept that the mistakes will happen. So, remove the fear. If people are open to admitting when an error happens, then you can get to the bottom of it quicker. I've been in businesses when you've had an error, a really big error, which has affected an external customer. And if you look through the root cause, if only the person or the people involved had put their hands up at the time and said there was an error, it would have stopped so much more than what happened at the end. And of course, from a mistake, you should always think of it as a learning opportunity. Don't ignore it, face into it. Look that problem in the eye and say, how can we learn? Now, in the middle of a problem, you know it's the hardest thing to do. You just think the walls are going to caving around you. But most of the time, they don't. And if at the end of it, you can wrap it up and try to learn from it, you can only move forward. That leads on to my third point. It's get a system to spot the errors. Think of the aviation industry with a system of near misses. 
And what they do is they don't punish people for raising an image, miss. They actually reward it and ask that that information is shared through all the companies. So that if you've got an error or a glitch in the machinery or in the process, then others can learn. And that has led to aviation being one of the safest ways to travel. One of the things you can do inside your own business is to learn from others, peer-to-peer learning. Think of things like um, safety alerts or eye for safeties. These are good examples of when you can spread the learning of mistakes out amongst your group of people. And that means that they've got a chance to spot those errors before it happens. Now, unfortunately, you've had the error, you've gone through the problems, well, that's fine. But if you then can learn from it, then there's no problem. You can actually make it a lot safer. Now, you need to remove the ego of that we are not going to make mistakes. People don't normally come to work to make mistakes, and 99% of the time they don't. But there's that arrogance about the fact that, you know, if I don't uh, do this, or I don't do that, or I haven't had me puff my chest out, mistakes will happen. You know, let's face into it. Don't take your ego to work, facing the fact that errors are going to happen. So just be aware of it. And then Another point is to reward the people who have actually raised their concerns. Look at incentives as one way, a thank you as another, for rewarding people who spot and own up to errors. And again, that pushes that culture that accepts the fact that people will make mistakes. Another thing is to put in catch points. You know, little stops in the process that makes you allowed for the brain to process Uh, This is things that, like, when someone's doing a repetitive task over and over again, is to actually make little points where things are broken up. And that can be a pause, such as um, when you have someone who's going into a certain situation, the guarding systems have a time lock on them, which means that the machinery stops working when you get in there, but also gives the people time to process what they can do when they get there. And it means the brain has a chance to just click out of its autopilot before it goes and does something daft. There's also another thing where you get people to actually vocalise what they're saying. So they actually say, I intend to do this. And then the people around them can hear it. The person's actually meant to say it. And that means that they avoid doing the risk in the first place because they realise that wasn't what they were intending to do. And unfortunately, in our habited world of repetitive sort of uh, jobs, this can be a real way of breaking up. Now, there needs to be some sort of consequences. I've said all the facts around we've got to make sure that people have a culture of owning up, but also when someone has owned up and has gone through a process and you've learned them, and maybe that error happens again, then you know there needs to be some consequences. I'm not meaning they're automatically going to sack someone, but you need to make sure there is some consequences in your systems when people do make mistakes over and over again and that's normally some sort of retraining some sort of process of going back a step in the learnings because there is a point where you can't accept the fact that someone's going to really make a massive error all the time and just go oh well that's fine let's learn from it there still has to be some consequences and of course by doing that you need to set the bar high and maintain the standards so if you as a leader are maintaining high standards and expecting people around you to do the same standards that helps push out errors because you're expecting people to raise the bar, do a great job with support from you. And not uh, only applying it to sort of the the, the shop floor. Let's remember that the people all through the organisations will make mistakes and we have to make sure we're seen as being fair and as a learning organisation. So people in the every department also need to know whatever team they're in, the facts are going to be the same, that we're expecting a high standard. We're going to help you get there. We're not going to blame you for your errors, but we're going to help you. But at the end of the day, there will be some consequences. So my advice is that you should always deal with human errors as not being the root cause of the issue. 
Unless it's malice. Of course, there is that rare occasion where someone may have maliciously done something wrong, but it's very, very rare you'll see that. You need to see the signs and capture the near misses to stop the bigger problems happening. And don't blame people all the time. There's that old analogy that turkeys don't vote for Christmas. So people won't admit the near misses and won't admit that they've made mistakes if they feel they're going to be punished straight away from that. And on the reverse, celebrate an encouraging open environment which we're pleased to have small near misses and errors. If you think of your safety systems, you have the safety observations which can be positive and negative, but they're also around having a, a system that appreciates the fact that people are raising near misses. The more near misses you see, the less errors you're going to get in the end of the day. You know, because most of the time, the small errors will stop them big errors that come and, and cause big expense or unfortunately sometimes life-threatening uh, accidents. Uh, a good checks and balance when, when it comes to human errors is to put yourself in that person's shoes. You know, let's have a look from where they are. So not from a manager, but from whatever career they're in. Have a look at it and then that'll help you not go down that rabbit hole of, oh, it was obvious, it was common sense. Because you don't know what you don't know. And when you're in a certain position, you don't know everything. So, you know, when something does happen and you're studying it and you're standing back and you say, oh, it's human error, why didn't they know this? Then just take a thought to think, well, if I was in those shoes at that position, either in their age, in their experience, in their position, would I have really known that? It's very hard to see that world from a different view, but I think sometimes we just need to reframe a problem in that way. And by doing that, you hopefully are going to make a culture that accepts that issues will happen, accepts the fact that we are going to have mistakes, but doesn't blame humans for the issue, looks at a process that's going to be able to capture it, and they're going to have a process in play that's going to be able to fix it. By doing that, you drive up the small near misses and the openness to those and drive down the big problems which lead to customer disappointment, loss of profits and unfortunately sometimes a loss of life. Well, thanks for listening. Please have a reflection on what you've heard today. I'd really be interested to see what you thought about it. Um, and always remember, it, it, this show is all about what you want to hear from me. So please give me your feedback at managermatpodcasts at gmail.com. Answer all at my own emails. And I'd really love to engage on new topics or revisit some old ones. Well, that's it for Manager Map this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Map podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Map. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.